I hope I'm not putting you on the spot, but I love this. This is so cool. Absolutely not. There's, I, I couldn't I couldn't very well talk to you for 10 minutes about how much I loved playing the guitar and singing songs. And I go, oh, no, I'm not in the mood. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll try it. This is, um, this is Blue Mountains. I've never been to the Blue Mountains, but I've been there in a song. Never have I loved like this one, it just keeps rolling on. And I've never been hit by lightning, but I know that life is long. I've never been to the Blue Mountains, but I've been there in a song. Welcome back to Starting Now. I'm your host, Jeff Saris. This is the show where I talk to entrepreneurs, creators, musicians, people of all walks of life to discover their unexpected paths to where they are today. Today is a very special treat. I had the opportunity to talk to uh, singer-songwriter Peter Doran, and I've known Peter for a few years now. He's he might you might recognize his name because his song "Every Little Thing" was is featured on the Minimalist podcast as their uh, main uh, theme song, if you will. But Peter is an awesome, awesome guy. This was this was an amazing conversation, and he even he even was gracious enough to play his latest single for us uh, acoustically over zoom so i'm going to definitely have that coming up very shortly so i don't want to have too much preamble but without further ado let's dive right into my conversation with peter doran during lockdown then you have you've been a busy guy working on music and recording and you have an album coming out soon uh voices right we had we'd done yeah the majority of the recordings and uh, we were going to start the mixing mixing process and i think we did two days or something two or three days and it was, it was kind of one day. i don't know how it worked over with you guys but i hear it felt like there was one day i forget it was like early march early mid-march where everything just stopped like mm-hmm. everything was cancelled like all the concerts all the you know bookings appointments everything just was like so it was right in the middle of when we were kind of starting the the mixing that that, that happened here so yeah it happened really quickly and especially for someone who like you you're like you're going on tour you're doing all these different things in public i mean that had to be a just a dramatic yeah. shift in just sort yeah. of your day-to-day yeah definitely well i suppose um like from that that point of view i i was kind of fully in 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 recording mode i think so um, I hadn't, I hadn't like a whole tour booked in at that stage or anything. It was kind of like finish the thing, and then you know we we we'll spend a month or two mixing it, and then get a tour together, and it and it'll be great. So, but then obviously that's that's still kind of up in the air here. You know, um, mm-hmm. people are still not quite sure when when things are going to start happening again. Hopefully, hopefully it'll it'll go smoothly and and according to plan. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Knows? Yeah, this has been, I think. <laughs> just so unexpected for all of us to be especially such a long period of time that mm. yeah hopefully later this year things start to start to get back to to the typical yeah yeah yeah, yeah god i hope <laughs> i hope so so like um in this past year you also recorded another album where you were um uh what is it stray dogs 
So you went back oh. to some of your old songs, right? Was that 2020 that you did that, I think? Yes. I think so. Time time has gone kind of strange. I think it was I think it was it was definitely another it was definitely another lockdown uh, project and I did I did it here uh in in this room. Yeah, I just I just wanted to just wanted to do something here. You know, like we're like almost since last September with a, with a little break here and there we've been kind of on a 5 kilometer uh zone that we can't really go beyond, you know. Oh wow. Uh, so uh, as I said, always looking for for things to kind of keep keep busy and keep saying and that was because i have the space here and i have some microphones and i was thinking there must be something you know i can i can i can do and i just had this idea of of going back over songs from the the first three or four records and, and picking ones that um even ones that i had kind of stopped playing maybe live as much as other ones and said you know these are still kind of nice songs and i just wanted to record them very simply with acoustic guitar and and vocal yeah, I, I almost I'd almost forgot about that that project because it was, it was just <laughs> something I did within a week or two and then oh, nice. put it up put it up online. But um, but yeah, I think it turned out I think it turned out quite nicely. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, all your stuff is just just amazing. It's wonderful. Like I really love what you do, and that's yeah. why I wanted to like have you on the show too to sort of help showcase sort of what you're doing and everything you've done through the years and dive into your story and where you came from, how. Um, I like to dive into origin stories to see mm. how, like, whether entrepreneurs or just creators of any type, how they mm. get to where they are, how they got to where they are today. So what mm. was maybe your earliest memory of wanting to be a musician? I kind of started playing playing an instrument when I think I was about 11. And uh, I, I, had a, I have a cousin, still do have a cousin, and he's, he's like five years older than me. And... Um, so he and he at the time I was living in the town and he he lived out in the countryside and his his family had a farm and uh, I would I would just basically spend an awful lot of time with him so he was the he was the cooler the cooler older cousin and uh, and he went through a, a phase of kind of getting into getting into things and going really really heavy on them you know uh-huh. uh, and one of the kind of phases he went through was electric guitar so he was if I was eleven he was sixteen say so like teenager super cool and he had he uh he bought a couple of nice electric guitars and he had a huge um you know Mar- marshall amplifier so like a big rock and roll stadium size amp in his nice. in his tiny little bedroom <laughs> and uh, so he would turn this thing up to the last and 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 i just thought this was so cool you know uh and you know at that age i guess you're you're you're, you're hugely influenced by you know what's going on around you so i thought this is what this is the this is the business. <laughs> this is what I want to do. So I, I kind of got into it then and, and bought a, or my parents probably bought me a, a kind of starter electric guitar. And, um, and so, but I think my cousin probably did it for a year or two and then kind of just lost interest. So he got into, got into something else. And, but, but it, for me, the interest uh, stuck and it, it, it really held. And I had, I had my, a friend of my dad's, um, a guy called Vinny, he was so he was obviously a good lot older than me, but he he played guitar as well, and he was incredible. He was a fin, like a phenomenal, phenomenal guitar player, and and the nicest guy, and and so humble, and and once wanted to share. And although I never had um like direct, I had a couple of a couple of direct lessons with him, but mostly it was just kind of being around him. And 
I used to go see, he played in a cover band, like a rock cover band. And I used to go see them all over, all over the country when I was 14 or 15, you know, and I, I shouldn't have been allowed in, in bars or anything, but they'd be kind of sneaking me in and you'd, you'd like sit in the corner and, and, and be quiet. <laughs> so I, <laughs> I guess it was, it was in that, as for everyone, I'm sure the the teenage years, you know, from 11 to 17 or 18, what you're exposed to, you can kind of go, go really deep on. So so it was, it was kind of just being around him and seeing those shows and, and him pointing me in a, in a certain direction, you know what I mean? So I think the very first concert I ever went to was a guy called Joe Satriani, who's like oh, this, wow. yeah, so he's like this, you know, rock uh, instrumental guitar dude. And I was, I think it was 11 or something. So in, in the Point Theatre in Dublin. And, you know, when you're, when you're exposed to stuff like that at, at that age, you're, I don't know, your brain just kind of explodes. Uh, and I saw Metallica not that long after in, in the same venue. So that's, I guess if there's, if there's an origin story, that's, that's probably the, the big bang of, of, of being really into it. And, and it was kind of electric guitar for the first four or five years. And all I wanted to, to do was play as fast, as fast as I could. And as, as well as I could. And then somewhere there was, there was just a shift to songwriting and, and, and so yeah, that's, that's I think I think the beginnings of it anyway. Oh yeah, for sure. And starting with Satriani and Metallica, that is amazing. I love that. Because <laughs> that's dropping you right in. I mean, to some like the iconic band and like Satriani is I mean, he's just known as a phenomenal guitar player. Like that is it's really that's his, that's his thing. <laughs> yeah. So like that's really setting the bar from day one. Did you feel yeah. almost like competitive not competitive with someone like that, but did that sort of spark the drive to really perfect your craft do you think yeah yes yeah definitely i mean it's at, at that point yeah i was kind of obsessed with with just with just playing like the i don't think about it as much now but like the actual just the, the technique of the thing you know so i would i would i would get these uh, magazines there was a couple of magazines guitar techniques and total guitar and i would i would you know pick these up every month or whenever they come out and, and they'd have a, a cd with them you know and you could put on the cd i still have a bunch of the magazines um um that i keep you know i want to i want to pull them out and learn some of those old, old pieces again but uh, i was yeah i was really 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 into the just the, the technique of, of playing as well as i could and i remember just from that type of music, I suppose, I remember speed being a thing, you know, if you could play really, really fast, you were, you were, you were really good. So I was, I was, yeah, I was kind of, I was pretty, pretty obsessed with that for, for a long time. And I did for, for leaving cert, which is our kind of the big state exams that you do when you're 17 or 18, I did music and um, there was 50% of it was, was practical where you, where you would go in and play four or five pieces and then the rest was theory. So I, I actually, I did a, I played a Joe Satriani song for my leaving search uh, nice. practical exams. <laughs> <laughs> so it was, it was fun. Yeah, that's fun. awesome. So then <laughs> you got into songwriting then, like you mentioned at some point after that, was mm. writing a big part of, just writing in general, a big part of your life uh, growing up and up until this point, or is songwriting like one of the earlier uh, experiences with it? Uh, songwriting was definitely... The, the first experience i guess um i as i said when i was playing when i was a guy who played electric guitar that's all i that's all i cared about i just just wanted to play electric guitar i i, I, d I didn't really think all that much about the the 
creative thing. You know, I was in these magazines and I was learning the the things and it's turning up my amp and I was, I was very happy. And I think I was in a band for a little while in, in that kind of age group, 15 or 16. And we were writing some stuff, but I don't, I don't, I don't think I wasn't the songwriter. There was someone else that was kind of writing the songs and I might try and come up with a, a guitar part. It was just guitar, 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 <laughs> obsessed, you know? Um, so there was a little bit from, from that point of view, it was like, what can I do with a guitar? But, but I never, I, I always liked reading and stuff, but I, I never really thought that much about, about writing. And I think what happened was, yeah, I went from going, listening to the likes of Satriani and, and, and Steve Vai is another one I was a big fan of and Eric Johnson, all those guys. And I went from kind of seeing those huge shows in, in kind of big, big venues in, in Ireland to there was a switch around around 17, maybe. Um, there's I started going to little smaller shows in my hometown, like, you know, 100 in a 100 capacity venue or 150 people, maybe. And and that was a lot kind of folkier, you know, a lot, a lot, a lot more more folky. And it was people like uh, Glenn Hansard from The Frames and, and Damien Rice and uh, the whole kind of anyone who was like an Irish songwriter at that time kind of passed through that venue, as well as some kind of American guys as well. I don't know if you know Josh Ritter. Do you ever, you know, Josh Ritter is an incredible songwriter. Mm, the name sounds familiar, but I, it doesn't mm. ring a bell exactly. You should you should you should check him out. He's he's so good. But he like he he kind of played there as well on, on the on his first trip to Ireland. So but in, in that kind of time frame, I went from being blown away by you know what you could do with the right guitar, with the right amplifier, with the right pedals, to just seeing a guy with just with none of that, like absolutely none of that, just an acoustic guitar and, and a voice and a song and i remember it's just there was some shift it was like oh my god this is this is what it's all about you know mm-hmm. um and then just then just from there started listening to people like bob dylan and you know all, all that all that kind of classic songwriter crew um and and then I, yeah i kind of stopped listening to to the more heavy heavy guitar based stuff and got totally infatuated with <laughs> with the with the songwriting folky thing and then from there i, I think I, I bought an acoustic guitar because i thought okay this is what i what i like now and then very 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 slowly began writing a little bit here here and there yeah so during that period of time were you like working a different job this was sort of a side uh like hobby or were you all in on this being being your path uh i i remembered that that same uh, exam I was talking about, the kind of end of I didn't go to college or university. I remembered at, at that age of 17 thinking, OK, I, whatever I want to do, it's, it's music, it's music, it's music. Uh, I don't know how that's going to work. Um, still not 100 percent sure how it's going to work, <laughs> how it works, <laughs> but it's always this. It, ha- it has it has to be music. So um, so I didn't do the college thing, but I shortly after school, I went and worked in a in the record shop in the music shop for i don't know five years maybe or something like that and in that time was uh just trying to trying to get better at writing and, and writing a bit more and more and actually to bring it back to that guy Vinny, who was my dad's friend he around that time had been setting up a studio uh, so i ended up recording my first album at his at his place so 
uh, yeah, so there was a four or five year period of, of, of kind of working away and, and building up songs and, and thinking, yes, I'll do this, do this album and that'll be the masterpiece and that'll, that'll solve everything. <laughs> and, uh, what is and then, that yeah. vision? What is that vision of solving everything? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's it's. Okay. Uh, I couldn't. I couldn't exactly put a put a finger on it. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know. I I guess you think. I don't know. At that at, maybe at that age you kind of feel. It might exp- explode a bit more or something, uh, or that that or because you, I've never done anything that before. You feel like just just making a thing is going to be like, okay, I've you know I've 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 done it, and then but, I think that mind frame changes as you go along and, and you realize then that your job is to kind of keep doing it. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, that's part of why I started this show. It's called Starting Now. And mm-hmm. it's to try and inspire people to get started because like that is the first most important step. But yeah. then you have to keep going. Like if yeah. you can't just start and then let it let it fizzle out. And I think we have that like expect not expectation maybe, but that dream that it's like, oh, I do this one thing and then yeah. it's set. So I think it's really like it's important because yeah you've been you've been at this now for how many years since the first album? So the first album was the 2006. So that's like, that's 15 years, isn't it? Yeah. Wow. In, yes. Yeah. 15 <laughs> yeah. years. Yeah, and um, you've navigated the space too as an independent, like fully independent the whole way, right? You've never yeah done yeah, a record deal yeah. or anything. No, it's been uh, it's been in in India India all the way. Yeah, which um, is so like I love that. I mean that's I mean because yeah, we met a handful of years ago and like we'd come from yeah. a very similar uh What year was that? Was that? It would have been I was trying to remember. 2014. 2014. That's yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, because that was in New York City. Uh-huh, New York City. Yeah, you you were coming out for a show, you did the uh you played music for the men's um, it was the trial run of the tour that was that eventually became the documentary. So yes, yeah, that was an awesome yeah. night. Like I still think about that. Like going out like afterwards for drinks, and I think yeah. we did like four a.m. Um, uh, oysters and stuff. We were just yeah, it was a great night, great time. And you had it was and one of your friends, I think uh, Colm was that his name? Uh, Colm. Yeah. Colm. Yeah. Well, well done. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it was a good time. Um, <laughs> crazy though how fast did we meet him did, it, did we, we meet him like halfway through that that night I'm, try, I'm trying to remember yeah i think maybe he had a show or something it was like yeah later in the night that was such a him. nice that was such a nice trip oh yeah such a nice time. um and it worked that that was another thing that worked out kind of sometimes things work out really well you know i remember like i had sent that that one song to joshua mm-hmm. um every little thing just on, on on a whim you know you know you, you you might enjoy this and 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 he he picked it up obviously and ran with it and used it uses it for the their podcast um but I, as he was he was they were setting up that tour or whatever and i think the, i can't remember the name of the book the bookshop that we played in oh, um yeah. was it housing works was coming to mind but i could be raving that sounds anyway, close yeah it's 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 an amazing amazing story anyway but uh I, I think Joshua emailed me and said, "Look, we're doing this uh, a New York launch for 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 the tour, the trial run of the tour for the." And I said, "What would it What would it take to get you to to New York at such and such a date?" <laughs> and it just so happened that I had already booked flights to be in New York at that time. Yeah, that's it was amazing. it was ridiculous. Like it was ridiculous. I was like, uh, "Yeah, I'll be there anyway." <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing because um, I I like to talk about action a lot on this show and how. 
like say serendipity or um, mm. just a random circumstance. It it can happen, but it only happens when we're taking action. When we started, like you're you were already out there. You you reached out to Josh. You were already mm. going to be in New York City. There's so many so many dominoes that fell that made that serendipity possible. And it's it's from your yeah. action, which I think is is awesome. Yeah, I guess I guess so. Yeah, and I and action is is um what we're talking about earlier about you know you can't just do this one thing and then it's and then it stops um you know i think we've since we i'm living in an old uh farmhouse here now in the in the, in the countryside and we've, we've got a, a garden and we've been trying to you know grow vegetables and, and plants and all this kind of stuff so i think it's it's changing a little bit the way the way i think about things you know like see, seasonally and and um and it's just amazing watching things grow and then you think that you, you think they've kind of died but but they're, they're still storing up their energy and then next year they, they come back again so it's like these things are you know it's it, it has to be alive you know it has to keep keep moving you know uh-huh. and, and that's i think that's 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 what any really true good thing is it's a it's a it's a it's a commitment and it, it has to recur and re- replenish itself and, and nourish itself and it can't it's not just if it just happens once and stops it's it's a it's a dead thing i suppose it's a, it's a piece of plastic <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah for sure yeah it's hard to and i mean the the hard part is that journey i mean it's obviously very difficult to do that first thing but to keep mm. going and to keep the inspiration and actually along mm. those lines what what inspires you today now having been uh, what 15 years in like what keeps mm. you going and excited about writing music performing music it's it's hard to say what it is exactly beyond uh beyond that it's 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 see it's hard it's hard to even speak about it. it's just a it's a it's a it's a drive you know it's a uh-huh. it's a thing that you either yeah you're you're either all in and you know i no i can answer this better I think what what inspires me is I love number one I still love the instrument you know I still love I still love the guitar um and and whether that's a psychological thing from starting at a certain age that it gets you know dopamine or it's burned in there or whatever but I still I guess that's the simplest thing I still get a real kick out of picking up an instrument and playing on it and like like it's like it's new every time or something and it's just like the sound of it the feel of it and the, the fact that you can be creative on it and, you know, um, and you can just, just have fun and play with it. So it's like every time you pick up an instrument or even just pick up a, a pen and paper, you can, you can potentially do something new. And that's, that's, that's a kick, you know, and it, and it, and it, and it doesn't end. I think if you're, if you're lucky. Um, so yeah, even it's, it's ridiculous. It's a, it's an obsession of sorts, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a wonderful having, obsession. Yeah, you could be you could be obsessed with worse things, I guess. But uh, <laughs> but even having the new record finished, I I start to get excited about you know finishing this room, and and, and writing a new batch of songs and 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 keep going. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. You found your lane. That's the thing. Like because you had your proclivity for it, and then you're like, oh, this is interesting. But you didn't just mm-hmm. let that fester and just be a thing. Maybe that you might pursue. Yeah. Like I love that you found it and you still wake up in the morning excited to do it like that is because like so many people aren't in that space it's it's a hard thing to discover but once you find right. it it's like like grab onto that with everything you have i think it's yeah hugely valuable for like a 
to have a satisfying, fulfilling life. Hmm. I think so. It's like it's it's like a, it's just it feels like to me like a like a relationship, you know. Um, and you know, like I've been with my wife since two thousand and two, so it's kind of like it's kind of like you asking me the same question: what what you know what does it take to keep going since you know for eighteen years? It's like it doesn't take anything. It's just you know it's every day is is enjoyable. So you don't think about it you just you just keep going and yeah, sure. <laughs> try and be be thankful so uh-huh. um, yeah, yeah so in terms of uh getting out there getting on tour getting your album out there what were some mm. of the ways that you started that uh trajectory going because you you had the space to record but then how do you get the music out especially that long ago yeah from like from the from the very beginning um or just I the early days the... just as things yeah. were starting to uh maybe snowball together yeah well i guess like that that time 2006 was a it's a completely different time from a you know from a music music standpoint you know uh from an industry standpoint i suppose um so like record stores were a a lot lot more of a thing then than than they are now um online was a lot less of a thing i suppose um so so it was more of a focus about you know let's let's print up let's print up cds and let's figure out to get a way to get them into as as many stores as possible um and then just trying to reach out to people and around booking booking shows and remember doing a lot of in-store performances so yeah i think at that point i i had been working in a music shop until the time the first album came out um so i had some contacts in in that kind of chain of stores and then some other people so there's a lot of going around to, to little record shops, shops around the country and, and, and just playing little performances. And then you might go and do a, do a show later on in the, in the town that night. Um, so, but it, yeah, it was, it was all very, very kind of similar to what I'm doing with this new record, I suppose, except that there was a bigger focus. Like now it shifted a lot more to Spotify, for example, and, um, uh, and, and iTunes and all those online stores and maybe not not quite as much the the brick and mortar <laughs> stores as as they say but it's the same idea you know you're you're trying to i always kind of put all my energy into making the thing you know making the 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 songs first and then recording them as well as possible and then and then it's just you're trying to do your best to 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 get it get the music to people and and, and find ways to, to let them hear it um so that's that's all, always the mission, I suppose. And then along, along that trajectory, you're doing your best to try and, you know, get more people along and to know what you're doing. And everyone's everyone's kind of in the same boat, I guess. Yeah, at, for sure. Uh, on different scales. But. Do you feel like there was a moment that was sort of um, a tipping point or something for you, like that you could identify that okay, this is like this is now a feasible, like long term option for me. I don't know if I don't know if there was ever like one, one, one huge thing, you know, that, that it's always just been slow and steady, really, I guess, which I think oh, suits, yeah, my, um, suits, suits my, my, my personality, I think. Oh, yeah. Then that's <laughs> um, perfect. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, never one, one big uh, explosion point, just, you know, just a, just a series of things gro- growing it all the way. And then, it's kind of funny because there's there's been 
quite a big gap between um, the, the, the record probably that I met you around um, to now. So that was 2014 was the, the last album I put out. So, so that's quite, that's quite a big gap, you know, and it, 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 it adds up. So it's funny. And in that time, you know, I got married and, and we moved to this house here in the country and, and there's, it's a 200 year old house. So there's a lot of work kind of to be done here. So you kind of, you're, you're focusing on that for, for a little while. So in a way, this, this new, newer record feels like almost like a, a debut again in, in a strange way. Like it's like, it's like a debut again, but with all this kind of knowledge and hopefully, you know, following behind it. So it's, it's, it's interesting how, how it goes. Yet it's all, it's all tied in, obviously. Yeah, and you were writing this album for most of that time, right? Mm, yeah. Or like a lot of the songs anyway? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, since since 2015, I guess, until over those three or four years, to we started recording in 2019. So it's, 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 it's quite strange, like the way things have ended up with, with, with COVID. You know, like this album probably could have came out a year ago, almost, you know. So... Uh, so yeah, we started in 2019 and then spent the guts of a year recording it, you know, not, not solid, but you do a week here and then a week here and you're trying to line up, you know, the different musicians and, and, and everything. Um, and it just, it just all, it all takes time. And as, and as I said, then we were ready to, to, to mix it in March of last year and everything stops. <laughs> so, you know, I was, I was going to the studio and mixing with the guy there. So we didn't, we didn't do it remotely. So it's just funny how it can, you know, the years can kind of, they can, they can expand, but I'm very happy to have it, have it done now. Oh yeah, for sure. And over that long period of time then, like we hear Mm. a lot about the, um, the challenges of Spotify and maybe not like delivering as much income to the artists as as Mm. we would hope and different things. How do you balance that? Um, like however comfortable you are talking about like money and things doesn't have to be specific yeah. numbers, but how do you, yeah. um, how have you found a way to like make ends meet and like do like, cause you're a successful artist, but it is, there's so many other pieces when you're fully independent. Yeah. 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 True. True. Um, well, I've, I know loads of people who are, who are doing, well, I suppose the last year not included because everything kind of fell, fell apart in the last year. But I do know loads of people who who kind of give lessons or they are they being, you know, a cover band or, or a wedding band. And, and, and they're, they're brilliant at, at, at kind of the hustle, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've, I've never I've never really I've done a, a couple of cover gigs here and there, you know, but I never I, I could never really uh, get into it. You know, I've, you know, I, I just never felt. I never, even though you were getting, you were getting a little bit of money or whatever, uh, I never really felt like I, I could commit to it, <laughs> uh-huh. you know. And um, and when I get this space done, you know, I might, I might consider recording other people here, possibly, or maybe a couple of lessons here and there. But for the most part, you know, I, I haven't really done any of those kind of side hustle things. So you're always just relying on. Um, whatever you can you know sell online or you or sell through through your gigs or make through your gigs and you know the the spotify thing it, it you know it comes in you know you get a little bit every month and it all just kind of it all kind of trickles in and, and 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 just about makes sense you know you know that kind of way oh yeah and um and we're lucky here as i said we we inherited this house so there's no major 
there's no major pressure with mortgages or anything. So I get, and my wife has a good, good job. So there's no, there's no like huge pressure, you know, mm-hmm. on, on me month by month to kind of, you know, just, just, just make it. So, yeah, so that's I've, been, awesome. I've been really, really lucky in that way because it gives you the, it gives you the freedom, you know, if you're not super panicked about that, it does give you the freedom to try and work on, uh, work on the craft. Yeah. I was recently talking to a board game designer and it's, he's in a similar space where he's not, he's doing it out of the love for it. It's his hobby. It's still, it's an income stream and stuff, but just like Mm. you, like I love, I love that space because you're, you're creating something special that maybe if there were other, other demands, other things that were in the way, you might not be able to do that. So really being able to hone in and follow this like you are, it's, yeah. It's it's a wonderful opportunity and I love that you're going with it. Cheers. Yeah. No, Cheers. it's just it's great. Um yeah, and it is it is a, it's a difficult thing to balance, you know, for 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 anyone, you know, in this game. But uh and the the hope is that all that always I came across a, a line once that I really liked. Um and the, the quote was you have to try and find a way to make art and money dance. You know, which I, which I always thought was, was really cool. You know, that you're not, you're not really, really working just to get paid, but you, you find a way to make them, make them work together, you know? For sure. Um, so yeah, it, it is, it, it is an, it's an interesting thing, but uh, yeah, I, 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 there's another Leonard Cohen line that comes, comes to mind. Actually, he said, I always wanted to be paid for my work as opposed to working for pay. <laughs> yeah, so, I like that. You know, if you can get it, if you can get to that point, you know, you're, you're, you're doing well. Yeah. So what ways can your fans best support you then? Is it through buying albums? Is it joining you on tour? It's, it's all, it's all those things. Yeah. Um, for sure. It's like if, when, when touring comes back, yeah, that's, that's probably one of the biggest, uh, streams you know in reality for independent musicians you know if people actually come out and see a show um and 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 buy a record you know after after the show but there's there's also places like are you familiar with bandcamp you know that oh that uh-huh. platform? yeah yeah so like bandcamp is fun, fantastic platform for supporting musicians um and you can you know there's digital downloads there you can buy merchandise usually for a lot of people um i've got my my stuff up there uh but it you know it all helps even like spotify streams help um spotify have also just recently added a an option that you can donate directly to to artists so oh, that's, nice. that's, that's another another kind of interesting way but it's all yeah it's all the all the the classic ways you know going to shows you know buying records i try and i've just recently got a vinyl player here so i'll try and you know if i discover someone through spotify if i really like it i'll, I'll try and just i'll try and you know, buy a record. So that $20 or what 20 euro goes directly to the, to the artist, you know, and it's, and it's, and it's, it's, it's fun to kind of go, I supported them and now I have this little artifact to, to, to think of them, you know? Yeah. that's. I got a, I got a nice jazz record from Denmark there recently, again, through, through Bandcamp. So yeah, like I get, I get excited about supporting other in, indie musicians as well. You know, it feels like a, like a good thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. And then when you're touring, you're not just in Ireland, you are in a lot of different countries. 
how 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 have you balanced that? Because that's probably relatively expensive to get out there. Um, so you got to make sure you get all the sales and everything. Yeah, yeah, it's a uh, yeah. Ba- balance is the is the thing. I've done like I've I've played Ireland a lot, but I've played in Germany a good bit and and uh, Belgium and Holland and places like that and in the states a little bit. I never. I'd like to do. Providing the world opens up again, <laughs> you know, properly, I'd like to try and do a little bit, little bit more in the states. Um, but what, yeah, when you when you go on the road, I guess you're just trying to be, be as smart as you can, you know, as regards, you know, if you, you know, you're not blowing all your money on travel, you're not, you're not blowing all your money on uh, hotels, all that kind of thing. So it's, you know, it's just about and and you know, if you're smart, if you can have good deals kind of in place before you before you go out you know that you know at least you're getting such and such uh per gig you know before before you get there so you can you can have an idea um but i you know i've been looking to meet uh a lot of nice people in, in different countries that are you know putting on putting on gigs in, in interesting spaces and um yeah i kind of mi- i kind of miss that you know because you make you make really good friends along the way as well um there's, I've got some some people in Switzerland that that put on shows and they they have this really old really big house and they put on like house concerts there and uh, and it's just such a beautiful setup and and the Rene and and Miriam and uh, Miriam uh, she cooks so she, you know they'll invite people from the from the town and then she'll cook and at halftime they everyone will have a break and have a little wine and and a little food and, and so there's all these like really special things that you know that, that 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 you get to do and those same people actually they they run a show up in like high up in the mountains so we did this one show where we trekked for like five hours um up the pretty sure it was the swiss alps so up to get to this uh hiking cabin basically and to, to play a show and at, at times i was like this is this is a bit dangerous <laughs> i'm going to fall <laughs> i'm pretty sure i'm going to fall to my death and it was i remember thinking you know, sometimes you're doing a, you're, you have a show coming up and you're not sure, you know, you know, will, will there be people there tonight? How many people will show up? But I, I think about halfway through this journey, I kind of thought if there's nobody at this gig, I understand. I don't know why <laughs> anybody <laughs> would climb a mountain to go to go to a gig. Um, but we got up there and the place was, the place was full. It was sold out. So I don't know. Swiss Swiss people are crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That just had to be a beautiful scene as well. And just mm-hmm. getting up there, seeing all the people just waiting for it you was inc- and everyone. Yeah, it was, it was incredible. It was really nice. Um, so yeah, you're, you're balancing kind of taking a chance on things like that and then and then mix up with, you know, other, other gigs that you know, how, you know, you know how they're going to go. And yeah, just always trying to figure a way to, to meet good people. And, and and try and do things that 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 make make sense but it's yeah it's not a, it's not an easy it's not an easy uh way to go about making a living really but uh there's there's some incredible moments that you can you can get in this in this life absolutely yeah and i mean it sounds like you've made some wonderful connections along the way as a result mm, yeah absolutely absolutely and it's nice when you get to you know keep in touch with people over the years like like ryan from the from the minimalist example for example he's he's been over in ireland a, a few times now in the, in the last year so nice. um him and mariah they've they've stayed here at the house with us a couple oh awesome of times. yeah so it's you know you're just lucky you're kind of a, you're exposed to meeting meeting good people 
and uh, and if if there's if you click, you know, it's it's like you're, it's just like you're building up a family, you know, mm-hmm. a, fam- a family of good people. So it's it's great, it's great. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, again, actually, even just even just talking about this is makes me feel more excited about you know getting back into into touring and all that because it's I think because for the last year we've been not being able to do anything. It's almost like that part of your brain shuts down a little bit. It's like okay we're making the making the record and we we put it out and then and then we'll see you it's almost like you I don't want to allow myself to get excited about that yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah with the with the unknown future at the moment with the unknown future but uh, it'll I'm I I am just feeling a little bit excited now talk, talking to you so thank you for letting me talk about these things <laughs> <laughs> of course imagine a better future <laughs> yeah for sure have you considered doing like uh zoom shows or anything like people have i mean again it, it does that divide it's harder to really connect but have you yeah. thought about that at all a, li- a little bit um i haven't done very many from the house here because i'm always i always feel a bit uh lacking in confidence with the the wi-fi situation uh-huh. here <laughs> but it seems to be holding up okay this evening uh, oh, i'm yeah. very impressed so I, for that reason i've kind of thought no i don't want to set up a whole show and then the internet will fail in the middle of the thing um but w- i did one thing last summer um there were some friends of mine who were who were recording a series of show of shows and then broadcasting them live uh, and that was that was a lot of fun and uh, we did it in a old historic house uh, about 10 miles from here and that that was nice again you know you're you're we were just playing to the camera crew or, or whatever but <laughs> but it was it was fun to get out and do something and i have i have been trying to figure out something that could be interesting to do around the album release because there certainly won't be any shows happening by then um so i would like to try and figure out a space that, that and i don't know i might have to end up doing it solo um because in theory, we're still not supposed to be getting too, too close to other people, but uh, but we we'll see. I'd like to I'd like to figure out something. I I did see I haven't I haven't watched that many online shows because it, I I do feel like you were saying there's it's not quite the same and um, but I did see one that really impressed me from the Punch Brothers. Um, I don't know if you know the, that blue bluegrass band, and they did one from a, like an official studio, and they had a great you know camera crew and the audio was was fantastic obviously and, and that that felt like that felt like a gig because we paid you paid your 20 20 for a ticket or whatever and it was at a certain time and we showed up and listened to it here in the studio and it sounded sounded really great so yeah i think it can it can be done but i think it's i think it's just trying to get the benchmark right for the for the quality to make it to make it worthwhile yeah for um, sure where challenge and opportunity (laughs) definitely um and and to sort of swing back to songwriting just a little bit where do you find Mm. your inspiration when you're writing i mean and also would you say you have the the lyrics and the concept for the album before the music or sort of where does that uh how does that fit together for you um for me it goes it kind of goes song by song first of all i don't think I know some people might sit down and kind of sketch out a like a, a concept album, if you will. Um, but I've never really thought that way that, that you know, I want to write a, an album about this this subject. It's always been more, you know, 
I keep writing until there's enough songs that I feel are 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 strong enough to to belong together on on a on a statement. You know that that kind of way. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's always it's always like that, song by song and song by song, and you're just building it along, and then almost one day you kind of just you just kind of write, you know, you might write down the names of them all and you go, Oh my God, there's 11 songs there. And I, I think these are all pretty good. And then it's like, okay, let's, let's try and record it, <laughs> record an album, <laughs> um, which is, I don't know, other, other musicians may work in a more structured way than that. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's, that's kind of how I go. And, um, and as regards lyrics or music first, uh, sometimes they they both kind of happen together, you know. I I won't I won't sit down very often with just a pen and paper away, away from a guitar and write a full song and then come back to it and, and and figure out music. If anything, it probably happens the other way a bit more often, you know. For just kicking kicking around ideas on 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 the guitar and then you'll start, um, you know, humming some some sort of a melody or an idea and then it's always quite organic like that you know one 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 kind of s- sketch will lead will lead to something else and on that the new album there's a lot of rewriting actually and, and and changing this until just trying to hone what it is exactly you're trying to say in a, in a particular song and having time to do that helped as well i think you know that you're not you're not on a on a deadline or on a schedule or anything like that and having that freedom so yeah it can I don't know if I've answered your question, but it, it can it can kind of come in, in 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 all in all different directions. But generally, it will be from picking up the acoustic guitar and, and just kind of daydreaming for an hour or two until something interesting starts starts to happen. Yeah, I love it. I mean, it really it really sounds like just a place of of love and passion for for the instrument and for the music. And because yeah, it's so hard to uh, systematize art. That's and then as soon as you do that, it loses its uh, authenticity. And I think, like part of that, like your approach being in that way, I think that's that's wonderful. It's perfect. It makes the most sense, and clearly, it results in in amazing songs. Yeah. Well, you can thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you can you can you can you can get lucky, I suppose, if you if you keep working. Um, but I think there it's. I think about this a lot. I think there's a there is a way to get to be structured about it. Um, you know, I think there's a lot to be said for committing to an hour a day, you know, and, and, and or two hours a day and, and, and see what happens without, without kind of putting any pressure on yourself to do anything in those, in those two hours. You know what I mean? Like uh-huh. you don't have to have a finish anything, but if you can just kind of, if you can make a block, a block of time where, where you're allowing yourself. Yeah. So if you're, if you're kind of rigid about that block of time, but then within that space, you, you have the, the freedom to just wander and, and see what happens. <laughs> yeah, it's that deep work. It's the time for your mind to really start putting mm-hmm. these different pieces together and figure out um, maybe new novel ideas that you wouldn't otherwise have had the opportunity to do. Yeah, yeah. And that's what it's just it is work and it's and it's and it's time. There's a book, isn't there? Isn't there a, a book called Deep Work? Yeah, yeah, that concept. Yeah, it's uh, Cal Newport. And yeah, yes. it's really, it's a really yeah, wonderful book and carving out that mm. time for deep work, just how important it is and not switching, constantly switching between this and that emails and uh, phone mm. calls and all these things because it takes away from the, 
from our ability to just sit and think and ponder and develop ideas. Mm, it's, it's, I, re- I did read that book. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's very, it's, it is, it's very important. It's not easy to do. It's not easy. And, and, and I go through periods where I'm kind of good at it. And then, uh, you know, you'll get, you'll get distracted and then you're just grabbing a, a half an hour here, a half an hour there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, th- I think if you could, if you could commit to that big time, you know, I, I, I probably have a, a, a bigger output, but it's, yeah, it's just about ma- managing to find, find, find the time to, to make things. Yeah, for sure. So with the album coming out and everything, what are you most excited about moving forward? I mean, maybe probably opening up, but. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm excited about people hearing it uh, for sure. Um, And it's been really, it's been really fun. We've put out a couple of singles. I know you reached out after hearing the, hearing the first single. So, Uh and I just put out the second one last Friday. Um, a song called called Blue Mountain. So I'm kind of enjoying, um, I'm enjoying this ex- experience of of kind of putting it out one one song at a time, at least to to you know kind of build up the interest, hopefully. Um, but it's kind of a strange feeling being, you know, I, I'm 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 staying in this five kilometer zone, and then then the song is kind of going out into the world. So it's like. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's like it's having all the adventures and, and you're watching it kind of happen. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> um, so <laughs> I'm enjoying kind of getting the you know feedback and I think I'm really looking forward to we're making a, a vinyl for this album, which I which I've never had before. So I'm, I think when that arrives, it'll be like, oh cool, this actually exists. It's not, it's not, it's not just in my head. <laughs> uh-huh. So all those, all those things. I'm looking forward to that being done. And um and just just for people to hear it, I'm 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 really excited about. Um, that's that that new song has k- taken off pretty well on on Spotify, um, which I was really excited by and, and kind of surprised by. I think it's actually it's it's uh, every little thing. The minimalist song is kind of like it's on a different kind of platform to every other song I have on Spotify because of the minimalist. It's like it's gone over a million plays, so it's like it's it's ridiculous. It's 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 through the roof, but this month. This new song has actually surpassed uh, every little thing for That's you know awesome. for not not for total plays or anything, but for this month, it's like oh, I finally there's a. <laughs> In fact, my wife Therese, uh, we were talking about this. So the song came out on Friday, and uh, we were kind of looking at the numbers go up and up, and it was very exciting. And Therese said to me, said, "Imagine having two hit songs." <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I just had, I just had to laugh so much. Uh-huh. <laughs> you wouldn't want to take offense, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, Do you but... find yourself sort of hunting for that then? Like since every little thing took off, has it been sort of a, a nagging thing in the back of your mind at all? Or No, not at all. Okay, no, good. Not, not at all. Because, you know, th- um, you know th- whatever happens, I feel like I can just do do the best I can do. And then, and then, and then see, see what happens, you know, like things like that are, are, are beyond my control, I guess, you know, you can just, you can try your best to get it to the right people. And then after that, you know, if, if it, if it, if it clicks with people and then they share it or however it works, I don't feel, I don't feel like I would ever think about trying to chase anything like that because it's, you, you can't, you know, it's like, if I sat down and said, okay, I want to write, a, I want to write another song. And people, people do this, and that's a, it's a totally different skill set. Um, 
if I thought I want to get another really big song that, that goes really, really well on, on Spotify, it's like, I would hate myself. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so it was just, it was just fun. Um, it's fun to see, see how things develop and that, yeah, that new, the new song is, is a solid song and it's, it's really well recorded and I'm very proud of it. Um, but uh, there's a girl singing on it called Haley Hendricks, who's a, who I'm, I think is just an incredible songwriter and, and singer and so part of it is she would have quite a big big following on on spotify uh, so so obviously a lot of her people are getting are getting to hear the tune which is amazing and, and it's beautiful uh and i'm so i'm so excited and thankful for it but it's hard to plan for it you know mm-hmm. um so it was just it was just interesting just interesting to see how how, how things work so like so much of that is algorithmic is that the word algorithmic uh-huh. it's like it's just, it's just out of your it's out of your control um but i'm just very thankful that that, that there's people hearing it and yeah. um yeah just on, fr- on friday when it came out i was kind of uh, i remember waking up going i'm going to spend the whole day now i, I don't really like i'm not fair i, I love the re- the creative side and the and the writing side and i've got a, a a pr woman who's helping me with you know trying to get to radio and all that kind of stuff but i'm not very good at the, the cell you know the you know listen listen to my work and, and you got to listen to this uh, but i said on, on friday i said i'm going to spend the whole day now and i'm just going to write to everyone i know and, and say listen to the song and whatever happened with the way it took off on spotify i was just kind of looking there's an app for you can kind of track the plays and um it was just kind of going into the thousands quite quickly and i was like this is weird <laughs> and then i just kind of was watching that all day going this is very strange and then and then realized that I could have spent, you know, a week or a month texting everyone I knew to listen to it. And I probably wouldn't have got anywhere near that. So you just have to laugh or something. It's, it's, uh-huh. it's kind, of, kind of out of your hands. Um, yeah. And like you said, collaborating with the other singer too helps because it's, mm. you're reaching a new audience. And there's, there's yeah. all these things that, yeah, that you've done right. You've made a great song that people like. And yeah, it's, yeah. it's all sort of, it's self-fulfilling with time, I think. And it all just it's hitting the right people at the right time. Like you said. Yeah. And it's, yeah, you're right. And yeah, timing and, and, and look and, but, but also you have to, you know, there has to be some kind of connection there with, with these people. Like it's similar, it's similar in a little way than what happened to what happened with the minimalists. You know, I, you should listen to Haley actually. She's so good. Um, but, but I met her quite randomly, probably around the same time i think it was probably around 2014 in dublin at like an open mic night in dublin and she was traveling she was in ireland on her own and she was playing at this open mic but she had no she had no guitar and uh, so the the owner whoever the guy was running the night said can can this girl uh, can she use your guitar and i would be you know you'd be protective and oh yeah okay okay but you're you're, you're worried that you know don't drop the guitar or will you know will this will this girl be any good or will she be nice or and she got up and played this first song and like from the first 10 seconds i was just like okay this this woman knows what she's doing (laughs) she was such an accomplished player and her voice was amazing and yeah you just get lucky with me meeting people sometimes and it kind of just got on really well and i think she was here for a week and i was i'd actually asked her at the time after just meeting her i was recording the outlines album I said, would you be able to come down to, to where I'm recording and, and maybe sing on a song? And it, we, were, we were almost got to do it, but it, it didn't work out in the finish. Um, but then fast forward five years, 
the timing kind of worked out again. She was traveling through Ireland and, and, and I said, I have this other song. <laughs> Would you like to sing on this song? Said, yeah, sure. And uh, so I, I opened up a few shows for her around Ireland. And again, she stayed in the house with us here for, for a little while. And I think I said that already. Yeah. And then, yeah. So it's just, it's just timing. And, yeah. And, and patience. And like just and you're patience. building up your network and connecting with people like in an authentic way. And mm. given some time, things just fall into place like, like with her. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. And then, yeah. And the, and the nicest feeling is that, that sometimes you, you, you worry or, you know, the insecure parts of you kind of worry that you do all this work and that, you know, maybe nobody really gets to hear it. So it's just very rewarding when, when you know, people are, people are hearing it, you know? Yeah, so definitely. That's, that's a, that's a, that's, that's what I'm excited about at the minute that, that I, feel, I think because the album has been finished a while now, I feel like there's a, I have a distance to it somehow. So it's like, here's the thing. Uh, I hope you, hope you enjoy it. <laughs> uh-huh. Definitely. Well, this has been great. Where should we then send people? Um, what's, what would be best for you? I think probably Bandcamp probably mm-hmm. be best. Peter Doran.bandcamp.com. But anywhere that, that, that people can hear, hear the music is good um spotify obviously it's it's all up there as well and there's a peterdoran.com that i'm trying to update a bit more regularly now and, and adding uh blogs and stuff there so yeah uh, anywhere people listen to music they should be able to find something by me <laughs> yeah definitely yeah and you're this is the fifth album now right i think yes yes yeah, yeah so yes. lots of music out there lots of great stuff so definitely check it out and yeah thanks again peter this is this thanks has been for great talking to it's yeah. it's so good to see you and i hope i uh, hope i can get to see you in in person again yeah that'll be that it's long overdue um this is just a random question just came to mind you wouldn't it would be weird probably to play over this like right? like acoustic there not necessarily i don't want to i don't want to put you on the spot but i was just thinking just i mean that's just cool we to could me. Tr- we could try it i mean we do it whatever works for you would be awesome i think i'll do i think i'll do blue mountains sweet because it's, it's a bit more in my head uh-huh. you getting that oh yeah <laughs> okay this is fun this is, I mean, I hope I'm not putting you on the spot, but I love this. This is so cool. Absolutely not. There's, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't very well talk to you for 10 minutes about how much I loved playing the guitar and singing songs. And I go, oh, no, I'm not in the mood. <laughs> <laughs> that, wouldn't be, that wouldn't be very cool. Okay, I'll, I'll try it. This is, um, this is Blue Mountains. I've never been to the Blue Mountains, but I've been there in a song. Never have I loved like this one. It just keeps rolling on. And I've never been hit by lightning, but I know that life is long. I've never been to the Blue Mountains, but I've been there in a song. And I see the wine and the fire in you. I see the mountains blue. 
I never killed a man and I never robbed a train. Never had a deep thought when I'm walking in the rain. And I never lit a holy candle and wished my life would change. I never wished for anything outside this mountain range. And I see the wine and the fire in you. I see the mountains blue. us in a cabin underneath the stars far away from time love but close to who we are and nobody can find us they don't know where to start we're lost in blue mountains on the golden stars golden stars and I see the wine and the fire in you And your heart's a mountain too And I see the fire in me and you And in our eyes the mountain's blue Dude, that is beautiful. <laughs> Thank you so much. That is awesome. I love that. Welcome. Thank you. I enjoyed that. Um, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Just is... to bring things full circle, um, this guitar was once owned by the guy Vinny that I was telling you about earlier. That that my kind of first musical mentor. Oh wow. Um, yeah, it, I was lucky enough to ha have an opportunity to to buy it after he passed away. So, it's a it's a very special guitar for me. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that was. That was amazing. Thank you so much. Like for everything, for, for chatting. It's awesome to reconnect. Thanks for playing the music. And just thanks for doing what you do. Because like you bring so much joy to people through your music that like it's so hard, I think, to have that expressed to you. Because like you said, you're putting it out there. It's right now you're in a five kilometer lockdown, <laughs> but the music is getting everywhere. Thousands of people are are just loving it like every month. And yeah. So just, yeah, thank you so much. Thank you for saying that. Um, it's very, very kind of you. And uh, thanks for the invitation. It's, it's, uh, I've, had a, I've had a lot of fun. Yeah, me too. Yeah, so we'll definitely have to stay in You're touch. a good man. You're a very good man. <laughs> and, uh, you too. And good luck, good luck with everything you're doing. Uh, it's, 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 it's fantastic. The whole thing is fantastic. Oh, well, thank you. And if there's anything we can ever do to help, it's just what we do. And we're always, yeah. we're always happy to contribute however we can. So you're 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 a gentleman thank you thank you thank you so much keep keep in touch okay yeah you too definitely be good jeff thanks dude <laughs> see ya bye i want to thank peter for joining me on this episode be sure to definitely check out his music whether it's spotify or elsewhere but as he mentioned bandcamp bandcamp.com uh, i believe it's bandcamp.com slash peter doran 
Um, or if you just search for him there, you'll definitely find his music and you'll be able to support the awesome work that he's doing. So definitely, definitely check it out and, and let them know that, that we sent you. As always, this episode of Starting Now is brought to you by Built. At Built, we help you get started online. Whether you want to start a blog or a business, head on over to built.co. That's B-Y-L-T C-O to get started. Built, your website, built for you, simply. And finally, if you're enjoying the show, please uh, leave a review on Apple Podcasts and subscribe wherever you're listening right now. And as always, if, um, if you're liking it and you're only listening, uh, I'd love it if you checked out the video version. It's, it's my favorite version, version of the show. You get to see Peter's smiling face uh, playing the acoustic guitar and just it's, it's just a lot of fun. And I love uh, putting those videos together. So I would absolutely uh, truly appreciate if you gave me your feedback and let me know what you think. Well, anyway, that'll do it for this week. Again, this is Starting Now. I'm Jeff Saris, and I want you just to get out there. Get out there, get started, get started on that next idea, and really just run with it, because there's nothing holding you back except yourself. See you next week.